Hey everybody, it's Aaron Banyan. Timmy Bennett here. Welcome to B&B Banter Bros, our probably our seventh solid episode. Yes. Last it, one was a, a bit of a short one. So. Seven and a quarter. <laughs> so yeah. Said right um, there in the title. One fourth. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, um, previously we did, uh, we just talked about the episode seven and a quarter, was uh, kind of like a pregame D&D uh, talk, yeah. Uh, Expectations, kind of a little bit of stuff about who was playing and some of the people that were playing. We didn't get into Trevor, but yeah, and then mainly just to see kind of what Aram's excitement was and what he, yeah, what he thought he was getting himself into. Yeah, and um, what we had played, we uh, played pretty pretty long. Played all <laughs> freaking day. I think we closed it up at around. We closed it up at eleven. Yeah, it was like eight thirty. PM when I said, "All right, I think we should stop." <laughs> no, it was eleven when we was stopped. Yeah. yeah, it was eleven. We played for twelve hours. Still, um, <laughs> but that's the kind of game I like to play, though. Yeah, no, I, and those those hours flew by. Like they did. couldn't have told you that we played for twelve hours when we finally finished up. Nope, no, they definitely do. That's that's why I like to do long sessions like that. I mean, it's different yep. if you're, if you know you're going to play like maybe twice a week or once a week, you can go ahead and do like, you know, three, four, four hour. Yeah. yeah uh, sure. sessions. But like when you're not sure when you're going to play, you won't, I, I, which has always been my case. Yeah. Um, I like to pack as much as I can and oh, buy a cracky. You did. <laughs> and we, and we didn't even get very far. Even with us, like completely screwing the story at certain points. Right. Well, <laughs> at that note, uh, Aram, how was your day? Today was good. Had the day off, hung out with the kid. Um, Do anything special? No, it was hot as shit outside. And, no, it was gross out. And I just, he was, you know, he's into <laughs> YouTube and video games. So we kind of hung out, did that. We played a little bit with some toys and. I napped here and there. And eventually, fed him lunch. Uh, Did he nap a, with you, or no? He doesn't no. nap. No, 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 no. He <laughs> just kind of pass out on the couch and let him yeah. do his own thing, kind yeah, of thing. It's basically, like yeah. when he got me up, it was like, all right, well, <laughs> I'm gonna hang out like on the couch. I'll sit here, like you can sit next to me, and we'll just do whatever. And yeah. He does. He's fine. He leaves me to my devices until he gets annoyed. And he's like, Dad, stop sleeping. <laughs> I was like, What? Mm-hmm. For the love of God, what? Let me have this. Huh? <laughs> You're probably just like, let me have this. Yeah. Like, you, dude, like I, we stayed up a little later than we should have last night anyway. But yeah, he's uh, he doesn't sleep a lot. Um, we we've essentially got him on sleeping pills, and we give him melatonin at night. And he still has nights where he wakes up at four in the morning. He's like, I don't want to go back to sleep. That's don't know what's going on with him like i don't know his brain is wired differently than than mine is when it comes to sleep but right that sounds horrible yeah it's it's not fun i mean it's better than it was it used to be like before we started doing any of this like getting him to sleep was the issue because it was like an hour and a half two hours of fighting him back down into a bed till he finally dozed off yeah and then melatonin is <clears throat> it doesn't work for me Unless I take copious amounts, and then that's not very good for you. Yeah. So he's got to take two adult size, like two adult size gummies. Oh, to like coming gummies. Yeah, we give him gummies, uh, so yeah, we, can't we can't give him to swallow a pill. No, they they come in like strawberry flavors. Oh, so. medicine is no longer medicine anymore, right? But yeah, but I grew up believing that if it tastes bad, it's good for you. Right? 
The same people that made us drink fish oil and shit like that, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, still to this day, I have a hard time. <laughs> like, I, I remember that. It wasn't the taste of the fish oil. Texture. It was the way it went down the throat because it just kind of... It's an oil. It just co- it coats everything. Yeah. 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 Nope. <clears throat> oh, that. Never had to do it. Never will. I'd rather be sick. <laughs> uh, but yeah, other than that, it's a pretty low-key day. That's good. Yeah. Do the same thing tomorrow. What about you? How was your day? Same thing. Kind of kept it easy. I uh, did some chores around the house while the kid was playing around. and um, Started watching this TV show called uh, Space Jungle. And it's pretty much like the... It's a kid's show, but it's like these oh. little alien things that are like the size of Smurfs that like come to our planet and they pretty much live in this house, this human's house, and they get in some shenanigans and try to hide away from the humans and dogs and cats come and mess with them and birds and it's interesting um liam watches a show called cleo and cocaine Mm -hmm. um, i've seen that and and it's it's like six kids living in a house in the middle of nowhere and where are those children's parents where are these parents (laughs) they're just like straight up latchkey kids that just live in this house and have all this stuff, who's providing? Like, I watch a number of these shows. Like, right. You know they can't survive on their own. Right. Word Party's another one. Have you ever watched Word Party on Mm-mm. Netflix? I don't think so. It's a Jim Henson thing, so I feel like Jim Henson, I will always be kind of allow allowing to the thing. But, like, it's four, like, baby animals. Like, there's, like, a wallaby, an elephant, a panda, and a cheetah. And so they're babies. They're in diapers. Uh-huh. And Word Party essentially is, like, having to learn words. Like, mm. so the the you know, say certain things and they go, I don't know the word for this one. So they have to figure out the word. Figure out the word. But like, there's like an adult that speaks to them, but you never see them. It's just a, and, like a narrated voice. Yeah. It's, and like, it's the voice of God. They have this clock that comes out called clickety clock that tells them when it's time to go to bed, time to go eat, clickety time to go clock. play. And like, they have like food just prepared somewhere for them. There are no adults. God, that must be nice. <laughs> I just, I don't, I can't fathom, like, how are these children surviving I thought on their that own? W- that's what Lord of the Flies was preparing us for, is <laughs> pretty much children without parents or authority figures way above their, you know, their own. Right. Uh, I mean, that's, that's bizarre. I don't think I've seen that one. I wonder if Kaylee probably has, but. It's cute, don't get me wrong, but, like, as an adult, I just go, where are the parents? <laughs> right. Where's an adult? Somebody like there's one where like the cheetah is learning how to use the toilet mm-hmm. on her own. Like and it's like never watched what, anybody, what? huh? <laughs> like figure natural this out. instincts. Yeah, it was I, so bizarre. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I know it's a kids' show, but like right. I'm an adult watching Not this. Not to mention, shit, how like, is a cheetah going to take off a diaper? Right. Well, yeah, they stand no, up uh, like uh, regular uh, animals. <laughs> has no thumbs. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Should probably get going to the yeah. Keep going on to the actual so, podcast. So D Dungeons and Dragons. Um, first off, did you enjoy yourself? Did you have? Oh, fun? I enjoyed myself immensely. Uh, it, it was it was interesting to take the original idea of my character and try to evolve him a little bit as it went along. Because um, my character was supposed to be very gruff and not really into social norms mm-hmm. um, or, or not doesn't observe social etiquette and stuff like that. Um, 
so it, it's interesting. Like I haven't quite evolved into the point where I think he should be or will be, but yeah, it's interesting changing the character a little bit as I went. There definitely was some evolution into your character, yeah, and how you played it, and it and it actually, amazingly enough, it came out very natural. Yeah, you didn't just like flip a switch like you right. kind of would probably think it would happen. You just go, oh well, I have to change my character now. No, it was it was a natural occurrence. Like your guys' situation, it it was beautifully, beautifully played out. Where you guys' situations really did bring your characters, yeah, together and like especially that last fight, the fight we weren't supposed to have. I, I I'm just I'm it's one for the books right there. I'm like, <laughs> this should not have happened. I'm amazed, right? Amazed. So, of course, you guys deserve the level up you got. <laughs> two levels up. Right? I'm no, level fuck three now. Two level, yeah, you just jump right up from level one yeah. and level three. Skip that second level <laughs> shit. But that's because of the, the, the fight that you guys should have lost at. The two hours we spent at the end of the game just <laughs> fighting off three guys, four guys. It was, it was, it was a beautiful thing to see. Like, <laughs> as, a, as a dungeon master, my, my goal is to obviously build the world throw uh, things at you, see how you interact, counteract those things or play along with them or whatever. Sure. And the biggest challenge, one of the things I enjoy the most, but it's also can be one of the hardest things because you've got to keep with continuity mm-hmm. is the improv. Yeah. You kind of, most of the game, you have a, an outline of what you're wanting to do or where you're wanting to go or where you want to bring. Yeah. yeah. But for the most part, you have to play off of the characters so or the players and their decisions so you kind of have to improv it and 90 percent of the game that we did was all improv yeah i had sections that i was playing into but for the most part i just wing it every time well like you were were saying like that point where you left those two npcs that were supposed to lead us to to pharrell yeah we we were supposed to use those those two to like lead us somewhere and we just left them yeah (laughs) yep so i had to i had to switch it up i had yeah. to change my tactic to get you exactly where i wanted you to go so how did i do that a magic shop right <laughs> which <sighs> we we spent the better part of like uh, 30 or 40 minutes figuring out how to like break Probably even into, longer than that maybe even longer but we we're trying to break into a magic shop that we could have just gone around the back and <laughs> got into the well you couldn't even get around the back because there wasn't a way to get around the back Oh, we would have had to gone down like three blocks and gone around. Yeah, you would have had to go all the way out of the city limit. But the... So, (laughs) tell them the situation. Tell them what the the whole thing was about. So, the three of us trying to find... Actually, I I think we just stopped at the magic shop because uh, Trevor's character... Kazan. Yeah, had uh, something he wanted identified. Yeah, he had like, like a, a scroll. He had a scroll he wanted to identify. So we happened upon the shop. He'd already checked it once before he met up with us, and it was locked. Came back, it was locked again. Um, and through various, like, my character, who is, as I said, not exactly, like, big on social etiquette, uh, had somewhere he had to be. So he said, if we get in here and get this done, can we go? And... He, you know, they're like, well, yeah. So I took my my mace and tried to break the door handle, (laughs) 
and that threw me threw me back onto the street. And then Dreads was it right after that that Dreads decided to try and like grappling hook his way up to the top. Yeah, Fen. Fen yeah, Fen's uh, Dreads character Fen tries to use his grappling hook, and it was literally the three of us for twenty minutes attempting to like throw a grappling hook in the middle of the street in broad daylight to break into this place. Yeah, you guys had some bad rolls. Yeah, we were doing rough. And we, we finally got up there, and then was it Kaisan that actually almost fell back down? Yep. Um, yeah, because he, uh, I think he was the one who succeeded first getting up there, and then mm-hmm. he went to jump on the windowsill and pull himself through. And missed. And he missed. Yeah, he yeah. rolled wrong or something. They just yeah. rolled himself into a miss, and then, yeah, so... It became very, it became a, a weird sort of caper for a moment, like the three of us bumbling our way to get into this place and then finding finding a drunk in the back that we, that I started to fight, hmm. um, <laughs> which turned out to be a terrible idea. Because um, How did you like that situation? What was your, what's your initial thought on that whole situation well i thought so i thought the character was amusing like when he was a drunk i thought well i thought that part was amusing and then i was kind of i wasn't sure how to play the fact that he was talking about the the great old ones like i because in my my character's backstory, like that's his patron is the great old ones, but he's basically trying to get all the lore about the great old ones out of the world so that they can't make it back in. Mm-hmm. Um, but the difference for your character is the great old ones is a Cthulhu, yeah, base great old stuff ones. like that. Yep, and um, yeah, so. so and so like I, he started talking about the fact that he had like a demon living in his head that. You know, it was a curse from the great old one. So I took that as something I needed to get and tried communicating with it. And then eventually it was just like, well, let's just fuck, take this guy to fuck him uptown and, and we'll just take it that way. Um, I didn't exactly, I didn't just go off the bend. Like I actually offered to like try and ease his suffering, but mm-hmm. it was, it was noble in its pursuit. I'll put it that way. Uh, but it didn't go well. <laughs> she went. Started going south. Went, went terrible. I lost my hand. Um, and, like, I have to admit that was probably one of my favorite moves, though, was grabbing his face and firing off a spell. Yeah. I thought that would work. Uh, it, I mean, it worked, but not well enough. And then my hand went away. <laughs> yep. So, so yeah, it was not not our finest moment. But <laughs> Do you want to explain to these folks what this drunk guy was all about? Well... I have a little bit I'm having a little bit of trouble recalling everything about him because like it basically has like a it's almost like he has like a schism like there's like two sides of him and one side basically rips apart reality to like protect him it's kind of what I'm remembering I might be missing some of it he is essentially just like a like a key and a gateway sure that brings the void of nothing that pretty much the best way that so the black hole concept that you oh yeah like, this could do is like a black hole i'm like exactly that's exactly yeah. what i was taking that that <laughs> from 
Um, well, obviously your character doesn't know it, but right. That was just me yelling I out of character. Yeah, I was using that kind of concepts to sure. create this um, reality bending kind of void, and he's the he kind of is considering this issue to be like a demon mm-hmm. because there's obviously something there yeah. that triggers this what what you guys ended up having to deal with um and so there was way, a bis- big miscommunication <laughs> during that whole thing right but the only way he's able to really maintain it is by just getting staying drunk yeah just being drunk all the time so do what works right um when you tell us how you first met the rest of the party uh so i ended up coming into port in this town um town's called westerly and was immediately accosted by the harbor master um my character was had a guy a letter from the king telling me to to come see him uh and if i had been a little more if my character had been a little more observant he might have asked a few questions because you know i showed them the letter and they're like oh well that's you know, we don't have a king around here and someone should have said hey wait a minute that doesn't make any sense um, I, I stand to reason, or it stands to reason in my mind that this place was basically a smuggling town, or at least the, the port was because Tim kept saying there were barrels and crates everywhere. And I was like, that's way too much stuff for just a ferry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, then they were being way too secretive. Something was going on. And then they were like paying reverence to a fountain, which is weird, small town shit that makes me uneasy anyway. Um, but again, <laughs> right. at that point, my at that point, my my character wasn't really giving a shit about what was going on. He had somewhere to be, and like that was what he was going to do. Um, and so Fen Dres's character ended up coming in the other side of town. They like yeah, walked came, on off the road, came into the entrance, the and front uh, gate. he was as well like almost accosted by the gatekeeper, giving the runaround a little bit. Um, eventually was let in and we both stayed at the one inn that was in the town, which apparently was just a stable that was converted because <laughs> there were no beds to be seen. There was just straw on the floor and a pillow somewhere. Um, but well, my character was sent to the inn under guard because I was less than cooperative with the Harbor master. You just rubbed him the wrong way. Yeah. He didn't care for me. Um, <laughs> which is fine. I didn't care for him either. Uh, so I was sent to the inn and they posted a guard outside my, outside my door. Um, Fen also stayed like three doors down from me in the same inn. Uh, we were woken in the middle of the night by, uh, screaming and screaming of a female and then some males kind of just yelling about stuff too. I immediately tried to go take care of, or I immediately tried to go have my guard take care of it because I can't sleep. Um, I'm busy trying to take care of the voices in my own head. Uh, having outside <laughs> ones wasn't helping anything. 
Uh, he wouldn't, so I use a telepathic ability I have to speak in his head and to cause him to freak out, uh, thinking that he had demons in his head. And he ran off, so I proceeded to go see what the ruckus was. Uh, Fen, being a rogue, like followed me stealthily, uh, not really... Not that I would have observed that he was there anyway, but uh, he followed along, and then we came across a woman being assaulted by three guards. And she was... They were kind of... I guess they were finishing up. It sounded like they had already done what they were going to do. They were in the mints when you guys interrupted. And so I basically just went, I'm trying to sleep. Shut up. (laughs) Right? Yeah, you didn't really care about the situation. You just wanted peace and quiet. (laughs) Right. And Well, living as a hermit, I mean, that's one of my big things. Like I say, I tried to play to my character as much as I could. I I enjoyed it. I thought you did very well. Um, I can't remember what I did first. I cast... I missed the first spell. Like I, they told me to go away and I wouldn't. They told me again I still wouldn't. Just like, no, you need to shut up so I can go to sleep. Um, so eventually one started coming at me and I th- think I fired off a spell that missed, caused him to pause. And yeah. I think that's when yep. I think that's when Fen like jumped into the fray and like roundhouse kicked that one. Yeah, Wait, one of them something. ran off or something like that. That was the first one. The, the the leader guy. Yeah. How did I scare him off? So, I think you did the same thing. Oh, That yeah. you did to your guard. Oh. So, yeah. after, um, yeah, I, th- I think that's what it was. Yeah, that makes sense. I think you essentially just got sight of his head and told him to run. Badgered him. Um, and he then I, f- I fired off a spell at the next one. Which you hit. Which I hit him and knocked him out. And then Fen jumped into the fray for the last one and ended up beating him up for the most part. I don't think I did much to that one. Yeah, yeah Fen just uh, punched him really, really good out <laughs> of nowhere. He sneaked attack, which was, yeah, you know, kind of clever, I guess, given that he was after you, and then all of a sudden he gets punched by somebody else. Right, yeah, for um, sure. And knocked him down, stood on his chest, and pretty much told him, was like, you know, what's going on here, and... I think I left after that. It's just like, yeah, I'm I going to sleep, turn but I turned around and I left. Yep. Yep, you turned around and went back to your room while you're leaving Dredd's character, or Finn, to uh, pretty much to clean up, clean after up the mess. The <laughs> so he, he got the girl kind of situated. Um, he came back and pestered me for a few more minutes, asking if we could travel together. Um, I agreed eventually just because I think Fen told me he knew a shortcut. Yeah. It was the big thing. So he said he knew a shortcut so I could get he where I was. I know. <laughs> I found that out later. Um, so, yeah, so I agreed. And then we spent, we were accosted by the harbor master again the next morning because he was like, you were supposed to be gone. And I was like, I was supposed to be able to get my stuff and then leave. Um, so we got our stuff eventually and left. And then we ended up in Barter's Inn, mm-hmm. which was where Trevor's character, Kaisan, was staying. And then I think I ran it. I literally ran into him. Like, I think I was lost in thought and, like, walked right into Kaisan and we you, both fell over. You both collided with each other. Yeah. Yep. It, was a, it was a great meet cute. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> technically speaking. 
Um, and then he, being the noble that he is, basically reprimanded me. Uh, I gave off the the crazy vibe, so Fen stepped in to like kind of smooth everything over. Um, and then he led us around town. Um, aimlessly. He led us the opposite direction of where we were going, which we were pretty much right in front of when we ran into him. Nope. He led us the opposite way to show us the rest of the town and then got us to the bar, the inn or the tavern we were looking for. Yep. Took about an hour out of your way just to go 20 minutes right. if you would have gone the other way. Um, and yeah, that was... He had been staying there as a as a bard. Um, he had two companions that were basically part of his act. Like, there was a fire thrower and uh, a belly dancer. Uh, the girl we had saved the night before apparently was looking for her sister, who, through whatever, ended up being the belly dancer in Kaisan's little troupe. Um, they had actually parted ways that morning, so we had to go looking for them. Um, yeah, I- I think what baffles me the most about your guys is the way you guys played out. First of all, in the town of Westerly, I was expecting you guys to go a little bit more like in depth, like snoop around, get a little more curious, ask a little right. more questions. You guys did none of that. <laughs> you absolutely. My guy had somewhere to be. Did none of that. And I, I don't know because like you guys were, well, Dreads was getting a lot of looks because he was an elf and they didn't right. have elves there and they just thought he was, he didn't belong. Yeah. He's way too nice of clothing and all that. I must be a king. Why is that? Right. No, he's not covered in shit. Exactly. You know, that's exactly it. And um, I was expecting you guys to just snoop around or whatever. I was trying to play it off very, like, suspiciously. Like, what is going on? And you got the hint. You yeah. definitely picked that up. But you didn't progress to well, like I said, dive my, in further about it. My character has, like... <laughs> Had a no one-track in, mind, yeah, pretty had much. no interest in that shit. Like, he he has a mission. He has things he has to do. Like, he's got no time to sit there and play Scooby-Doo. Like, <laughs> you know, and that was... that and was. I, but even text threads, I'm like, in the middle of that, I'm like, this place is totally like a smuggling ring or something. Like, there's something going on here. Well, and I'm not going to give anything away about the town, because if you guys ever come back... Right. i got to keep up the facade, so... If we go back, I'm just going to level the town. <laughs> <laughs> um... Okay, yeah, and then and then Barter's Barter's, Bar- Inn. Barter's Inn, which is the name of the the inn and the actual and the town. town. Like it started out as an inn, and the town crept up around yep. it. So it's basically just a lot of shops and shit like so that. Do you remember what that what essentially that place is? Yeah, it's pretty much just a trading. Yeah, trading it's, a, it's post, a big trading giant post. trading post. Yeah. Um, so we had to go find the the girl we saved. We had to find her sister because Kaisan doesn't know where they are anymore. He leads us to the food court where he last left He wasn't left such them. an asshole. Right. He leads us to the food court where they were, but the food court is now full, so we can't see them. Um, and he proceeds to start playing some song. I don't know what the fuck he was playing, but he proceeds to start playing and gathers all the attention of everybody, including Fen and myself for a moment. Yep. Um, and then eventually Fen and I break free, and I start yelling. Just I start yelling the, the girl's name. Um, and so does Fen because he can. Do you hear remember me her again. name? Marissa. You got I it? think her real name was Mary, but she goes by Marissa, which didn't make any sense to me because it's backwards. <laughs> um, and then like we kind of Fen and I get back to it because I think Kaisan basically leads 
a portion of the the audience back to the in, the inn to kind of uh, thin out the crowd, and then I saw Marissa and Eli, mm-hmm. I believe is the boy's name, yep. um, running down an, an alley. I didn't know their names at the time, but I recognized what a belly dancer looks like. So like I basically hit Fen on the shoulder, pointed and ran, and Eli tried to take me out with a shovel. But uh, missed. Missed, yeah. Yep. Didn't take Got me lucky. out. Got lucky. Missed. <laughs> so I stumbled for a minute, and then Fen came around the corner and cast... He cast an illusion to put a wall up on the other side of the alley to make sure he didn't run off. Mm-hmm. And then Eli drew... Did you draw daggers? Two machetes. Two, yeah, two machetes. So they're, they were just juggling machetes, but right. they can do some damage. Yeah. And then... Trust me, I know. <laughs> so... I can't remember. Did he get very far? Somehow we got Elaine in front of us at some point. I can't remember if well, he, he put off an attack or not. He threw, so he was ready That's to right, fight. He threw, and one. he threw one, and it had cut Finn on yeah. the arm, and then it had barely missed you in the face. <laughs> yeah. Basically, it's that old trope where like it's stuck in the wall, and like my eyes are like right on the, yep. the blade. Yep. <laughs> There's so, a little bit of blood dripping down from where it cut. Right. And then Kaisan is in the back of us just doing nothing important. Well, he... so <laughs> Did he cast it, something? It, I can't remember. It's an L. So it was an yeah. L. So you had a building, and then you had a wall, and then you guys were blocking that corner yeah. of that L because that is where you had toppled over. That is where Finn had stepped over you. Mm-hmm. So you yep. were, like, leaning up against the wall, yeah. and then Finn had stepped, like, around you, and pretty much he stood right there... So nobody could go anywhere because you guys were right in the yeah. right in the way, and it's an L. So it's not like you can. Really it wasn't a very wide alley. No, either. it was, it was like only three about feet. like three feet across. Yeah, so yep. it really, it was like a one person alley. It, it really was, and that's that was the whole point of having you guys um, be bottlenecked in there like that. But yeah, nobody moved. Nobody moved out of the way. Well, I was still trying to recover. I fell over from that shot, like yep. almost being hit with a shovel. I was trying to like get myself off the wall. Yep. I mean, that is one thing I was like. Those are the kind of things, and I'm like, oh my God, why don't you guys move, spread, right. spread out? Can you, you know, what? I was like, no, this is this is great. It's creating, yeah, creating it's more tension. Yep. Uh, but eventually, Elaine, Elaine, the girl that we saved, who ended up being Eli's little sister, um, got Once in again, front of us somehow. You guys just completely bailed on that yeah, <laughs> whole that thing. Was, those were the NPCs that we went. Okay, are we done with you guys? We're out, right? <laughs> and I, there's more to it than that. Right, there was, you guys uh, didn't even ask anything about. It was like, oh, how did uh, Elaine not know that the brother wasn't alive? Right. You know, like, why not look for the brother too? You, you guys ad- didn't ask any anything. I'm, I'm going to admit <laughs> that I remember that line. Like, you know, what are you doing here? Like, you're alive. Like that whole thing. I remember hearing it. it just and didn't, didn't register. Yeah, it didn't register. Yeah, I don't think anybody paid attention. I was listening. Like I just, it, that was one of those points where like, I, I missed, I missed the the whole point of that yeah. one. But then once again, that was my character going. Are we done now? Right. Let's no. go. And that's as it. You played your character, but it was just mainly the three of you, hmm. like just quickly shrugged everything off. Yeah. <laughs> Side quests be damned. Right. And. So, yeah, once again, then I had to switch things up. <laughs> <laughs> and that was when we met Pharrell, the the drunk. Um, yeah, the, the drunken wizard. Yep. So that was the, the, the heist part of the, the adventure. 
By the way, in my head, the way that I picture Pharrell is a... Uh, Pharrell from the Neptunes? No. <laughs> is pretty much Nicolas Cage in, in um, The Sorcerer's Apprentice, the movie. I know the movie. I haven't seen it. No, I, I pretty much imagine that. Okay. Just a drunken version. So a little bit more of a sloppier, right. drunken version. <laughs> Um, and so we get a quest from him to like say, oh, well, if you want to like help me, like keep this under wraps because he basically can tear reality apart and basically destroy the world if he's left rampant for a long enough time. Um, he sends us on a quest to find a witch in, in this giant forest to which we go, OK, well, we can cut through the forest here and go see the king, which is what I originally had intended to do. And then come back, you know, gather some more information there about the witch, both from Fen's village that was supposed to be on the way, although he didn't want to go back because he stole some shit. Um, yeah, whatever, like, whatever he wants to play his best backstory, yeah. yeah. Um, but, like, go to the capital, see if we can find some information, see the king, see what he wants, and then go back into the woods where, where we think she's supposed to be and find her. Uh, we got about uh, three hours in and figured out we had gone the wrong way. Um, we got three miles. The, the opposite, three. pretty much the wrong direction of where you were going further into yeah, the forest. So, and that was even because like I stopped her. I was like, wait, 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 wait. And this was before we figured yep. out we were. So I was like, Does Do we know any one of us have a compass? Yep. <laughs> you know, and, it was because you had done that. Yeah. Because you had said, hey, does anybody have a compass made me go, all right, I'm going to play with this one. <laughs> that's and, when uh, I decided to fuck with you guys. I, that's only because I remember reading, I can't remember, I think it was The Hobbit, where they get into the forest and all of a sudden, like, they lose sight, they go off the trail and all of a sudden they don't know where they are mm-hmm. anymore. And that was essentially what we did because we went into a big forest without a compass, not on a trail at all. And you guys played it very well because in a forest, everything looks the same. You don't know that, which direction you're going. So you exactly. don't know. You don't know at all the direction. Each step you take, it's something I thought was very interesting that I learned a long time ago, was each step you take in a dense forest, mm. you, uh, you're you not going the same straight well, I'm line sure you, like, you, ever. You because, list. Yep, because you have to weave in and out of things. And each time mm-hmm. you weave in and out, you're slithering like a snake yeah. in a different direction, no matter yeah. what. It's You can never get back on the same track. For sure. No, and that was something that was like, you, I think you brought it up that way. Saying, well, everything looks the same. We don't know where we're going. Right. <laughs> I was like, unless we can see the tree line, like where it ends, like we have no frame of reference. And, like, and the, the forest is way too big for that. You guys we decided yeah. you wanted to walk right, pretty much in the middle of this, yeah, like three hundred acre. I don't even know. Well, like bigger it, than that. And like the the idea was sound, but and yeah. like if we had had a if we had had a compass, we'd have been fine. Yep. But it was like it was we did it, and then after the fact, it went, wait, 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 wait. Hold up a second. But I helped you guys out a little bit. Yeah, well, you had to because we were really struggling. And to be honest, I thought it was pretty clever. Not to I, toot my own horn, but I was I was pretty proud of it. That was actually the way you did it was pretty pretty good. It was much better than someone suggesting that I use my spider climbing boot slippers <laughs> to walk up a tree, which is which, like a couple miles tall. Which, once again, yep, you played that one very well. You went, hmm. <laughs> I might get exhausted no. way sooner before I reach the top. I'm like, yo. Just picture yep. myself in that photo. Huh. Because I, I had to explain how big these trees were. There's a reason why the, the forest is called the large tree forest. Right. So to give you guys an, an idea 
of what I was reference, referencing if it we've from. Got, if we've got the Facebook page. We should post the map Could, up there so yeah. people can see it. Could. Yeah, we should. Um, so the the way that I was envisioning this tree forest is each tree essentially is like the the California redwood trees, the massive trees that you can, yeah, you know. But I was also exaggerating it further into like the Avatar, the movie, that life tree or the home tree, that size. People can live in each one of these trees and not even bother the other person. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I mean, big these civilizations trees are. Civilizations can almost live in these. Yep. These I mean, they're not civilizations, but colonies. Yep. These, essentially, these this party were like Smurfs yep. to, you know, la, the trees. La, 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 yep. la, la. And they pretty much acted like it, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, eventually then we figured, we got our bearings. We started traveling again. Figured, figured out we were three miles uh, the wrong direction, so... Turned around, got our bearings, got going again, and then... Ooh, explain to them how I got you. So basically we were just... The the beams of light coming through the trees, we noticed the movement of them. And knowing that the sun sets in the west, which I even thought I was smart enough to go, hey, wait, do we know that the sun actually acts the same way it does on Earth? <laughs> um, <laughs> I... I, at that point, no. I was like, I better not leave that to chance because it's a question I have. No, no, you know, and, and Trevor made a very excellent. He was like, yeah, next thing you know, he's going to tell us there's three sons. I'm like, don't, don't put that in my head. <laughs> I might even say that. He was like, don't put that out there. Right. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, so eventually this, the, the beams of light were shifting enough that, like, we started to notice, like, we basically got the bearings of, like, which way the sun was traveling because of the beams of light. Mm-hmm. So we, like I say, we got our bearings and we eventually started traveling and we came to a clearing just about nightfall, which we decided to pitch pitch camp. Um, since the other two were high elves and they only needed to trance for like four hours, everyone uh-huh. said let the let the human sleep, uh, which, which is you did been gladly. my been my main quest like the whole time so far was to get a decent night's sleep. Yep. <laughs> um, I mean, you did rest. You did have solid rest before you left to go I into suppose, the forest. Yeah, that, but that for sense. the most part, yeah. Now, now explain to your character real quick and and why you can't sleep, and then and then tell them just how serendipitous <laughs> your your my inventory random everything? inventory yeah. item was. Um, so my character is a warlock um, whose patron deity is one of the old ones. Um, so you know, guys like Cthulhu, like that sort of. Uh, pantheon is is like where my power comes from Hmm. um and so basically in my backstory i discovered an artifact that opened my mind to the old ones and now i can't get the visions to stop so the visions and like the knowledge keeps me awake um and slowly it's slowly driving driving me insane insane. and and so like my i spent like a year as a hermit basically trying to get everything under under containment um, kind of under wraps to the point where I can function, um, which is why my character's not big on social etiquette anymore. He doesn't really observe that sort of shit because he's got too much on his mind already. And lack of patience uh, and tolerance yeah. because yeah, he's got shit to I'm do. Moody as, as, I'm moody as balls. Like you played it very well. Yeah, and uh, so I like I say you know I said earlier on like you know I told somebody that like I can't sleep because the voices won't stop, or I'm having enough trouble sleeping because of the voices. I don't need outside interference. Um, so Tim basically gave us a scroll that gave us our inventory for the, for the beginning. I let you guys pick. Yeah. So he (laughs) let us pick a scroll. Sorry. I had like 20 scrolls. I let you guys pick one. 
And by by sheer happenstance and luck and serendipity, I picked out a scroll that had in it a nightcap that when worn gave you pleasant dreams. <laughs> and it was one of those things that like I actually offered it to Pharrell at one point because he talked about the demon. I was like, well, I have this nightcap that could help maybe. Um, but yeah, it was one of those things that like it was for me the fact that I'm trying to get a decent night's sleep um, and want to be able to sleep, like trying to keep the, the voices under control. Having that nightcap was really funny mm-hmm. uh, and really just sort of an odd but but lucky sort of like coincidence that happened. It was that's it was why great. that's why I like to throw those things in there. Like I don't I always like to give players mundane and random yeah. items because in like a real life scenario, although this is a fantasy thing, you still comply with the rules of happenstance. Yeah. And so you're going to stumble upon random items and random things that you're like, oh, I like that, or I like that, or something's going to be given to you as a mm-hmm. gift or sure. an heirloom. Yeah. So I play into that kind of to help kind of help balance the character or help uh, create the character a little more character, mm-hmm. you know, a little more dynamic. Yeah. And so each player can use those to their whim, but it, at least it's there to kind of give them more things to play with. Sure. And it just happened to work out fantastic. Yeah, that, that was like... Or your character. I can just see my character, like, getting into the tent and putting on the nightcap and, like, laying down. <laughs> Which uh, makes the fact that we had to fight somebody two hours later, like, even better. Because I picture me wearing the hat the entire yeah, time. Yeah, so did I. The, I was the actually, nightcap, like, the little the, the triangular <laughs> hat with the, the tassel at the end. I thought about, um, I thought about having Dredd's roll to see if he noticed when he woke you up. To see if you noticed how goofy you looked, <laughs> you know it's you know like Ebony Scrooge, uh, right? I'm rolling around in like leather armor, and then having like a cloth nightcap that's got like moons on it, and like a, a little fluffy tassel yep. on the bottom, um, just like in a Christmas Carol, is what yeah. I imagine. Yep. Yeah, something like that. Um, yeah, I just that was really funny, and that was what led into the fight that lasted for fucking ever. Yeah, it was about two hours. Yeah, two hours of fighting these three assholes. Um, what were they called? The Wild Pack. Yep. So uh, basically, like four shape shifting uh, bandits. Um, that showed up and they're essentially uh, wear bandits. If you really want to yeah. get into it. Yep. Yeah. So they showed up and um. Where'd By the way, I'm very proud of that fight sequence that entire setup the way that i was able to plan everything out the way that i did it to me personally i was very proud of how that turned out right um because it was just once again it was me improvising but sure um the way that i directed and the way that you played into it you guys played into it was just fantastic yeah it's definitely like i said one for the books (laughs) Well, and like, so Trevor basically, Trevor used a, a ability called message. Um, I think is what it was called. So basically he was talking, so there's three, four, four of these guys. There's a werewolf, a bear with an ax, uh, a warthog or a boar with a hammer. Mm-hmm. A mallet. A mallet. Giant mallet. <clears throat> and then a lion wearing uh, plate mail. 
um, shiny plate mail and holding a scimitar? Well, it's a, it's a chest. Just or a, just a breastplate? Yeah, just a breastplate okay. with a scimitar, with a giant scimitar, yep. So we automatically all assume that he's the leader, and Trevor uses message to communicate uh, telepathically because no one's responding verbally to anything we say. Because <laughs> uh, you guys don't speak bear or warthog well, or... <laughs> I mean, I could have started throwing thoughts into their heads, but I, mean, I did that later. But um, So basically, we get a little bit of information through Trevor that they work for the witch that we're looking for. I swear he said that. No, he... This is what kind of made it... I guessed funny and amusing was he essentially thought he knew what was up when he didn't. And he led to some accusations, which pretty much just like shifted everything. So he's yeah. like, Oh, we're here to kill the witch, which is not at all what you which, were there yeah, to you do. You had a character like I was over shaking. I was like, no, no. And then he said, uh, it's like, Oh, I mean, we hear that you work for the witch. I mean, she's cool. <laughs> And he's like the the tiger responded with a, a no, oh I thought no, we don't I, I thought the line that said they worked for the witch not nope, my bad nope he didn't nope, he didn't say anything he just knows of the witch but word didn't oh, work yeah. for him it, it just it just the way that um, kaizen was speaking definitely showed like complete and utter like self righteousness yeah. along with complete absence of anybody else <laughs> um, selfish and self-righteous at the same time yeah i mean he was yeah. just mainly worried about uh him and what's his and what he has to deal with right and how good it's gonna make him look <laughs> right i think he offered like 50 gold at some point to what they were like what what she pay you we'll pay you like 50 gold <laughs> right yeah yeah yep <laughs> I just think visually, I think it's hysterical to think of the the, the spell because Kaisan basically has to stand there and like point at who he's talking to. So he's standing there pointing, looking very like very intensely at the tie, at the lion. I think Trevor said his like his eyebrows do just a caterpillar. Back and forth. <laughs> so yeah, he just makes me think of that that SNL skit with uh, Matthew Perry doing Michael Keaton on Celebrity Jeopardy, and he's like, he's just I. You have to watch it, but like the first time he rings in, he's just like, and Alstroke's like, we don't accept facial gestures as an answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yep. <laughs> and then the battle ensued. Um, well, I guess the battle started. Well, once again, the battle was my fault, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, because the boar started running at me, jogging. Light, lightly jogging. Which, I mean, again, you watch a six foot five boar start moving any quicker than a slow walk and don't freak out a little bit. I, I'm not saying what you did wasn't appropriate. Um, so, yeah, I fired off a spell at him, and which, you know, nudged him a little bit. And that engaged. And that, yeah, combat. everybody else decided like, to go, okay, well. <laughs> well, explain how this wild pack came up to your group. Well, we basically, like, we were. So, Fen and Kaisan. Kaisan was uh, in trance, so Fen basically was hearing things moving in the in the dark, and so like and he's an elf, he's a high elf. Yeah, so he can see and in the dark for a certain yep. amount of amount of feet. sixty feet, sixty feet. Yeah, and so he started like kind of panning around and like so they're basically coming out 
Like he could hear it moving around. He would, he would hear moving around first. He'd hear some slight. Yeah. And it was all like every everyone came from a different side. Mm-hmm. So it was all and ev- just about. I had to time it to almost every every like thirty seconds or so that yeah. he was trying to think. I, I had to have him roll because then he would hear something else or right. roll and he'd hear something else. So I had to play that into to make it more theatrical, more yeah. suspenseful, and and it actually worked out. Yeah, it worked out really nice. The reveal of all of them, like, essentially coming out of the shadows one by one was a nice touch. Mm -hmm. Pardon me. Um, And so... Yep, so the boar boar came... The boar came first. Came first, and and he didn't even charge at you guys. So so the boar has a charging ability Ability, where he can move, like, if he was to come at you, and I think it's, like, 30 feet... Yeah, and he was well within 30 feet of us. And if he was to charge at you, he could fuck your shit up because he does tusk damage at the same time. Right. Along with, you know, whatever damage you do for... He could have easily have killed you. We ended up relegating him between bad (laughs) rolls and us just, like, doing consistent damage. We relegated him to, like, being kind of a non-issue. Not not non-issue, but he was annoying. And so it was like he took forever to fucking die. Yep. But, uh, he was the longest, it took you the longer, uh, the, oh, he was the, the longest one for you guys to yeah, kill. for sure. And then the hardest guy was actually probably the quickest for the most part, but you, you figured out how to maneuver. Well, yeah, once I got off one of my actual, like, good spells, like, <laughs> eventually I got the bear in, a in one of my spells called Witch Bolt, which basically just lets me, like, shoot lightning from my hand continuously until, like, I have to, like, break my action. Yeah, and... and and luckily, no Tell one. Somebody like, breaks your concentration. Yeah. Your concentration is broken. You can consistently yeah. just keep on your turn. Keep keep rolling. rolling. And you were doing. You took easily like sixty to like eighty points of damage. Just your character. Yeah. Um. Pretty quickly too. I mean. Yeah, it was coming off. I was shaving him down pretty quick. Uh, but he also had like a hundred and thirty-eight hit points. So right. you had a long ways to go. He was the tank. Right. Well, I'm like the lion became a non-issue because I used my other spell. Oh. Which was which is called dissonant whispers, and basically all I did was like cat like whisper something at the, at him, and then I scared him, and he ran away. Yeah, because he failed his saving throw, yeah. and so, so he took psych psychic damage, and then he had to run as far as he could the opposite direction. As far as he could, as the opposite direction as his speed would allow. Yep, and so and he was so off. Yeah, he <laughs> took off like a shot. Yep. Never came back. So got him out of the way really quick, really easy, which I'm actually kind of happy about because I think he probably would have been pretty pretty rough on us um the the wolf ended up being more of a hindrance to himself <laughs> yeah. uh tim oh, that, rolled, that wolf oh my god tim rolled a critical failure at one point and ended up scratch like cutting his own leg open giving himself <laughs> 10 points of damage <laughs> which was the uh, it was it became like once once the once the lion was out of the picture like the, it kind of became the three <laughs> stooges um like, cause like the bear, the, well, the bear was the only one doing any specific damage. Oh yeah. All, he, cause the, the bear threw his ax and cut Fen's arm off and killed him. 40 in one feet shot. away too. Yeah. And, but once he let go of that ax, like shit went downhill for him too. Like, yeah, he kept tripping over stuff. <laughs> so once again, this was a fight that you guys should not have even been in, been in. Yeah. You weren't, have you even weren't ready, it. but it was just decent rolls eventually kind of collective thinking and then 
horrible roles on my end. Yeah. And so pure happened. It just it happened to be pure luck. We did also coin the great fa- great phrase once ter- once Trevor figured out that Fen could just like tank for us. We need a fucking fighter so someone can tank for us. Yeah. Uh, but like we basically used Fen as a tank, and then we just and Trevor coined the phrase Jesus tank because of Dred's look, which I still and, think is a fucking t-shirt well, at this point. And what was his random item that he? Fens or Kaisans? Yep. So you remember when you were at the shop, I, I those mundane oh, yeah, he had items. Scarab. Well, yeah, he has a scarab. That was one of his mundane items. But oh yeah, he's got the goblet. That's right. So he just had he just <laughs> yes, had a regular, right. just a regular yeah. mundane like piece a of jewel, art. It was a jeweled goblet that he was trying to sell. Golden off. goblet. Yep. And Pharrell enchanted it, and basically made it so when he filled it with water, it became like a healing potion. So we essentially, between what Dreads looks like, <laughs> the tapestry that hung behind Dreads on in his living room on the Skype call, and him running around with a goblet full of healing water, we basically made Fen a Christ allegory, <laughs> uh, at least to some degree. Because um, not only that, but he was resurrected at least once. Yes. Yep. <laughs> um, That's right. So we, uh, so yeah, Trevor coined the phrase Jesus tank. Yep. Um because of that uh that was and that was towards the end of the fight um we had dealt with we dealt with the wolf first i think he went down first and then the boar mm-hmm. we finally killed off mm-hmm. and then the bear we just all took at you know once everyone else was gone yep. pro- well, i probably must have been casting witch bolt for like six turns yep and you i mean you you took some damage you pretty much like came down to almost dying i think i was at one point um, and then Dreads gave you his goblet and I had to keep track of each time he used that because I'm like I can't just give him an unlimited amount right so I was like he has a water skin he said I'm like okay I'm gonna give him the benefit of a doubt that he bought himself a water skin and it's probably like a gallon yeah. water skin and I'm gonna imagine that that goblet that probably only about four or five four ounces. To, yeah exactly yeah. I, I was thinking like four to six so he could probably get about four or five yeah. decent drinks out of that. So yeah. I had to oh, keep yeah. track. And he just happened to be able to use it because what did he do when he... <laughs> so, okay, the backtrack, the bear. What did the bear do to Fen? Oh, yeah, his arm was gone. Like, his arm like was maybe hanging off by a piece of skin. Yep. So the bear <laughs> threw his giant double-bladed battle axe at Fen 40 feet away, yep. and it took his, Sheared took his, his arm, arm pretty much right off. It was just... Just dangling and then, and, there, and, at and that killed point. him at the same time. Oh yeah, he died. That he died. Yeah, he died. He took like eleven points of damage or something. Some along like, lines, like it was like one point above what he actually had. Mm-hmm. And um, then Kaisan actually gave him a healing potion. Yep, which brought him back up. Yep. So it brought him back up, and he took like seven, I think, seven points of hit so points back or something like that. And so he's pretty much mangled still. Is kind of yeah, I his guess arm's still we, fucked. Yeah, what we decided. He was just still mangled. And then he decided at one point to uh, to run away. Yeah, yeah. He created an <laughs> illusion of brush, like in this clearing. He thought it was like right next to a dead tree. It ended up being like thirty feet from the dead tree or something like that. Yep. And he was just like, he ran and hid behind it. I was like, dude, like <laughs> they're gonna notice, like. 
<laughs> they're gonna notice that shit just popped up. Especially like they came from that area. There's no other brush. It's just these giant trees, so it's yeah. gonna look a little weird. <laughs> and I understood what he meant because he thought like just like I thought in the in the uh, map you drew. Like I thought the tree the that tree you drawn was over. part of the fallen one yep. that was right next to it. So I got what he meant, but still, same it's time, funny, like, dude. Like, and then uh, then I went down. I think. Yep, that's when you went down. I think the wolf or the bear took you. I don't know. Either the way, bear, you, I think. No, the bear slashed me in the chest for 10 points out of the 11 I had. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, well, either way, you went down yeah. pretty low. You were at one point, and he decided, yeah. Fenn decided, he was like, well, I, I have a goblet. I might want to go help him. Right. So I want to run over there and give him my goblet. I'm like, hmm, how can I make this interesting? So I had him roll to see, see if, if he, he was doing it. this one-handed. Yeah. <laughs> he was doing this one-handed, and he was going to apparently... Drop his sword. Yep. Like basically and hold the goblet with like his <laughs> arm or something like that, or his feet. And I don't like know, pour with his good arm. And I just imagine him running with this goblet <laughs> straight in I front of him. I like got like it. I said, like the Olympic torch <laughs> <laughs> running at you. Um, oh man. But yeah, he I mean he succeeded. He yeah. succeeded without Num- spilling a drop. <laughs> numerous times he succeeded in both so, like that. Like I mean it was a dexterity roll and uh the dice he, gods were he's on our a side rogue, that night. so um. Yeah. Continue. So. So. You. Yeah. You. Finish. Finish the rest. How did it? How uh, did yeah. It so we eventually off? killed the bear. I at one point tried to use my telepathic ability to say, "Hey, like, you've seen what we've done. Is it really worth this this problem at this point?" Uh, which was met with uh, growls and. <laughs> Why? Why was it met with growls? Well, my my ability doesn't matter. Like they no. don't speak human, but like. No. Exactly. Nobody speaks bear. He could have easily have answered you, but you had no idea of knowing. <laughs> well, I told him to stand down. Yep. Homeboy didn't want to do that. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so eventually the wolf went down. The Who killed the wolf? Was it Fen or was it Kaisan that killed the wolf? Uh, I think it was Fen. Fen, yeah. So Fen S- dealt the, the well, bull. Well, Kai, quickly... Explain. Kaisan wasn't moving and somehow had avoided being hurt for an hour. Yep. Like, he was yep. just standing in the midst and everyone was ignoring him. Every single time it, it came up so to irritating. me rolling, it mainly was the wolf because he was standing next to the wolf for a majority of the time. And yep. that wolf just wasn't his day. I, for the life of me, couldn't get a decent roll. And the, and the couple decent rolls I got that weren't like criticals or way, way down there didn't meet his armor class so i didn't hit him right. anyway and i'm like fuck me god damn yeah <laughs> and then all of a sudden he gets a little he gets ganged up by all three of them because he's in the midst of like yeah in the middle of where the the boar is the bear is and the wolf came up too so he's literally surrounded by all three of these guys why you were all the way over here and yeah. dreads was all the way over here <laughs> yeah and he still wasn't getting hit and yeah. well, he didn't get hit until fen ran up and like was like i'll help you out yep <laughs> and then then what happened? Everybody fucked him up. What happened? He got he died twice. Yeah, twice. Yeah, and for sure. So I mean, just the worst. Oh, it was it was pretty rough. But yeah, once we got once we fit like once the boar and the wolf were down. I mean, we took the bear out pretty quick after that. Yeah. No, I mean the bear. That lion's gonna come back at some point. I know he is. <laughs> that bear was. Um, he was the muscle. He was the tank. Yeah. And you guys got fairly lucky 
because he had a couple of fumbles too. He yeah. He he, was, he hit you. He, I mean, he hit you once. I think he hit. Well, he like uh, basically Kaizen slashed my chest and did ten points of damage. I, mm-hmm. I luckily I had eleven, so I had one point of damage. But you ran I, away. I ran away at that point. I was like, yeah. well, I don't need to be here anymore. Right? No, it was. It was fun. It was a, a two-hour... Yeah, it was two hours of trying to fight those assholes. Um, so one thing I was struggling with a little bit was like... I Like I said, for this game, I'm, I'm trying to take it more serious. I'm, I'm trying yeah. to go a little more in detail, a little more thorough. Yeah. And the fight sequence was one of those where when we initially started it, I'm like, I got I to gotta pace it. Yeah. I, can't, I got to pace it. I got to play it the way it should be played. I can't be given you, you know... To give you guys the advantage or me the advantage or you know, like I gotta let it play out. Let it play out, yep. And I'm glad I did because it was fun. Yeah. Um, it was entertaining. You guys got amazing experience points. You guys also fucked that entire thing up too because you guys weren't going to fight. Yeah. But nope. Well, once again, trigger happy it. bunch over here. <laughs> No, it's me being sugar happy. Like, <laughs> I'm basically impetus for any of the big fights that, or the big problems like with your storyline have been me. Yeah. Like, yep. Um, but it's been fun. It's been it's been yep. good, and I'm glad that I, I slowly let that pace and just let it happen because I yeah. was like, God, these guys aren't going to go anywhere. I'm like, but you know what? This needs to happen the way it's happening, and I'm just glad I was able to slow down and and just keep it going without making it boring or dull. Right. No, I had um, a blast. And uh, you guys advantaged, like, advanced over quite well. Yeah. So we're, we're all level three. We're well on our way to level four. Yeah. You you didn't get shit for loot because the only yeah. thing that you got from that fight, I mean, that fight had a hella experience points. Mm-hmm. Like, you got 3,600 experience points from the fight. Right. And then I gave you an extra 2,000 experience points just for all the shit that you did from the start. Right. So. Yeah, you guys are level three now, easily going to four, and all yeah. you have to show for it is what the boar was wearing, a giant wooden mallet, and a giant double-bladed battle axe. And Neither a, one of us can carry. And Yeah, and like a, some silver, yeah. some silver pieces that the boar had. I think, I think we divvied up the silver for everybody, but other than that, it was, yeah, like, I think I, we just kind of went, I don't want this shit. Right. But... um. Yeah, that's all you had to show for it. So. Yeah. And that's where we are. And then now I just, I'm just that, waiting. Not but a bunch of scars, really. <laughs> but it was a good good place to stop. Yeah. And now Most we can pick them. back up. And um, now I'm just waiting to find out when we can play next. Yeah. So oh, even Chelsea was like, when are you guys getting together next? So I was like, well, obviously not this weekend, but. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> this weekend's kind of rough anyway. But well, yeah. yeah. Hopefully we can get together at least. Next couple of weeks here, I'm hoping to be able to. So, I, I, it's kind of like I was telling Trevor, you, you just have to set a date for it. Yep. You just have to go, hey, this is the day. I, I need to stay off or whatever. I'm not going to do anything. We'll make any plans. Like, I, I've i been pretty, you know, easy to work with because yeah. I'm not working and I have time for yeah. the most part. I just have to make sure Kaylee can watch the kid. So, she has yeah. to take day off too. So, right. the the earlier it is, the better, obviously. But mm-hmm. sure. I was just telling him, I was like, you... You just have to commit to it. Yeah. That's all That's all it takes. Just take a day off. Find out what day, you know, ask where we can all get together. And just take that day off. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. for sure. So. Hopefully we get some more people to jump in here at some point. That'd be, nice. be fantastic. I mean, I would love at least. At least. I might have just the three of us, but I mean, definitely the pacing goes better 
with more people? It might slow down a little bit because then you have a little bit more interactions that yeah. have to be dealt with. But yeah. it makes it a lot, a little bit more interesting. It's immersive for sure. Yep. It makes it more interesting. You have a little bit more, um, a lot more team playing. Yeah. Kind of more ideas to throw out there and stuff like that. Uh, but definitely would if we can get like just one more person would have been mm-hmm. fantastic. I said we need a fighter. <laughs> yeah, a fighter or a cleric. <laughs> yeah, so, one of those two. One of those two. Essentially, a cleric. Somebody that can take do both, the damage so. or heal. <laughs> a cleric could do both though. They can they can do some pretty badass damage. Yeah. You know, because they can be they are fighters, but it's the healing. You guys got super lucky. That, that super that lucky. That goblet. <laughs> right, and. I'm going to have to keep that in my notes. I think I did write it in my notes saying Dreads is out of water. <laughs> so he ain't going to be able to pull the that shit. Now it's either going to be piss or spit, one of right? the two. And I haven't decided if I'm going to allow that yet. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. For sure. But yeah, well, yeah, I'm glad you had time, fun, man. man. Yeah, I had a blast. What, as of right now, where it stands, what do you think is going to happen next? Um... Well, I think what do you that, envision is going to happen next? Well, I think that personally speaking, like I know we're trying to get to the capital to talk to the king before we go seek the witch, but I have a feeling we're going to run into the witch before that. I just think that that's how that's going to that's going to roll. Um, but I think other than that, like, like I said, that lion's going to come back and bite us in the ass. Uh, you even noted that the the wild pack is more than four people so there's uh, there's going to be other guys that are probably going to want to take a piece of our ass um so i think those two things are probably going to happen before we make it to the capital to find out whatever the king's going to put us on i assume the king's going to have a quest of some kind for us or there's going to be some kind of issue that i have to resolve um yeah you guys are at least um almost like two to three weeks out yeah. From the capital for travel wise, so yeah, you guys got some time. Well, I just, I well, there's so much more going on too, because I mean, like, I don't think we've told anybody this, but the the map that like Tim gave us is a section of the map he drew. <laughs> like, it is a small portion of the map he drew, um, and it's very detailed. Um, to, I, I say I want to put a picture of it up on the Facebook page just so people can understand how detailed it is. And then like when you see that map, understand that there are, there's at least three or four more pieces that go to that. Mm. And that's the scope of the world we're living, we're, we're running in. Yep, so a there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of shit going on. Yep. Well, the campaign that I'm playing is called the tree of Terrath. Yeah. And, um, that's the campaign right now and it's going to be probably another four at least four gameplays possibly yeah. it just depends on how fast you guys move or what goes on sure. how things play out but probably another four um, sessions before you guys get done with this section yeah <laughs> so you yeah. you're literally you're in chapter one and and, uh, of my chapter one of the thirty chapter book. <laughs> oh yeah, and, and and that's that's not even close. Like really? I, I had really thought this campaign out, and it's yeah. it's meant to play because me and Dreads talked about this. Me and you had talked about this. Like 
even if Trevor can't commit, we can't find anybody else. At least I have you and Reds that want to continue this yeah. game. And if I have to play with the two of you, that's totally fine. I'll make that happen. And we'll just continue going. And I made sure I had this all planned out. So the kind of quests and stuff that I'm giving you and the things that you have to go through now is just uh, leading you up sure. to the next chapter. Right. Well, yeah. So that's... you are only in chapter one, and it's about four, another four sessions, I would imagine. Well, I think the bitch of the whole thing is that right now, as it stands, the wish seems like a side quest to me. Like, one of my main quests is to get to the king to see what he wanted, because he sent me a letter. That's your quest. Yeah, my main quest. Everybody's quest. Like, which is a side quest right. to me at this point. Right. But because of my character and wanting to seal, you know, make sure that the old ones aren't able to come back, I feel compelled to deal with this as well. So. Yep. Yeah, well. Yeah. Good. You'll find out next time. Right. And uh, I think we'll wrap it up for that one. Yeah. So this was uh, our. D and D post D and D Yep, post game first of hopefully many yes post game podcast, and uh, I kind of want to keep this going. Where, like I said in the uh, we'll pre game one, yeah. we'll kind of do a pre game of before we play. We'll try to get together and do like a what twin ten minutes before the game. Sure, we'll kind of talk about what you think is going to go on, and then we'll uh, play the game, and then we'll go back to doing what we just did today. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, until next time, this is Timothy Bennett. This is Aaron Banyan. And thanks for listening. Catch you later. Later.